Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. When time is of the essence, rest assured, Ortho Carolina is here for you on your time with convenient, urgent care and walk-in services. Learn more at orthocarolina.com slash urgent care. Ortho Carolina, you improved. Jordan and Jake. <laughs> Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome, July edition of what are we called? The Jordan Jake podcast. We haven't done it in so long. I can't even remember. But uh, it's good to talk to you, my friend. How are you? Where are you? How's your summer going? Summer's going great. Uh, flying by as usual. I am in Destin, Florida. Uh, I'll be heading home tomorrow. So uh, we're on a little weekly, or should I say our yearly trip. We go for a week to the weekly? beach. Weekly? So, no, be awesome if it was our weekly. little, our, our yearly trip that we come for a week to the beach. So it's been been a lot of fun. Weather's been great. So we've been lucky. Why Destin? I know you've been going there forever. Give me the you know, Jordan, of Destin, Florida. <clears throat> Jordan, I can pull out of my driveway in Louisiana, and in five hours and 20 minutes, I can be here in Destin, Florida, and it's the whitest sand in the world, and the beaches are just fantastic. The water's clear as could be, and it's just so easy and convenient, and we absolutely love it. And the kids, they've fallen right in line. They love it, and they enjoy it, so why not? Whitest sand in the world, crystal clear. It sounds horrible to me. Yeah, exactly. What, <laughs> exactly. What's a day right. like on the weekly on the weekly trip to Destin? What's a day like while you're there? Well, uh, so let's go. We gotta get up. I'm gonna get up before everybody else. Just I know. That's just Do you still get up at four twenty-five and watch the news and read the news at the same time? No, but I, I will. I will watch the weather for the day on the local news. So I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. Have my coffee and just kind of. Um, I will go and put some chairs out on the beach. Um, is that to like secure your spot? 
Well, we, we, we rent some chairs and umbrellas, yeah. uh, but we just kind of put some in front of ours because we have a few of us because you don't want to be those people. If, if someone's paying for a service to go plop down right in front. So, right. um, I'm always, so you announce go... like, Hey, this is where the Delomes are setting up just so everybody knows. Well, okay. It's a pretty, it's a pretty sizable crew that we come with. It's in and out between 20 to 30 people, you know, like Jeez. families in and out and friends. So it's a great deal of fun. So we go do that. And then I'll go get some type of exercise to exercise, you know, some of the libations I might've had the night before and, <laughs> and, and some of the good food that we ate um, over well, here. So well, that you know, sounds like a good time. I need to come down there at some point. I, it, it, do you ever you go to enjoy Destin it. in the winter? I have never been. No, I can I can honestly say say I have never been. Is the beach still whiter than anywhere in the world I, in the winter? I I think it's absolutely gorgeous, okay. and many 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 snowbirds come down here for the winter. I I'm, think many snowbirds cannot understand how we come down in the summer, but I mean, there's always a breeze here. It's better than the uh, the breeze of a mosquito in South Louisiana. Well, speaking of weather out here in Idaho, where I am, Oregon, Washington, brutal heat wave, dude. It's like yeah, you know, real bad. Well, okay, so what about you? I know you have an air conditioner in your house, but how often do you really use it during the summer? Is it a great deal or no, not? No, it's on. I'm I kind of okay. subscribe to the. My family gets mad at me. It's not like a money tightwad issue. It's more like a tough. Not, I don't know if toughness is the right word, but I like I don't keep it at sixty eight in our house and I don't have like total control of the thermostat, but if I had my way, you'd keep it a little warmer just so that like, it, you know, you need to know it's summer in my opinion. Uh, like, okay. uh, I don't I'll, want I'll it keep... like 68 and then it, no one, if it's kind of hot in the house, then you'll go outside more likely. That's my thoughts. Cause plus it shocks you. Like, so we're working on the farm right now. We get up, I get up about five and I'm out by, you know, daylight starts like five 30 out here. So I start working outside and I try to get done by like one or two. Cause it's just getting so hot. Like it was 106 the other day. That's hot. So my, here's my, my question. How much of a different feel at 106 compared to Spartanburg at like a 95 or 96 degrees with the humidity? One good thing about being out here, in 106 is that yeah the humidity is zero so it's worse i told matt the producer when we were waiting for you because you were late signing on uh that 90 in spartanburg is worse than 106 out here because this humidity is so brutal so it's hot i feel bad for a lot of people that are suffering through all this but it's probably the new normal man i'm sad to say uh I did do something fun last week, though. Well, I got two things uh, to tell you. We yes, and that's why football. Well, at some point. well, that's why we couldn't do our podcast because we had to rearrange your schedule, our schedule, uh, right. because you were on a trip. But yes, I'm on vacation, and I just kind of rolled up my sleeves. I well, because you go to shop, like put the mouthpiece. Yeah, but you go to you go to vacation where all the services and amenities are, and like your big task is setting your chairs out for the day. I go on like a man's trip where we go down where there's no cell service and whitewater rapids jake so that's the difference between me and you right there well so you're flexing your vacation muscles uh, you know you always <laughs> had the you, you always had some bullying in you i knew that i do i know okay so i got uh this spring um luke keekley some of the panthers may know him and brett knee neighbor who was a strength coach under joe ken for the Panthers and then went with Ron Rivera and his staff to Washington. Uh, Richie Brockle, fan favorite from the Fumble Ruski, uh, 2011 against your Houston Texans. Correct. And who lives in Boise now. And Ryan Khalil 
friend, good friend of the program. We're all coming to Idaho to come see me at the farm. And then we were going to go on the lower Salmon River. My brother-in-law's got a nice jet boat, catch some sturgeon and bass and stuff. So that trip was last week. Khalil bailed because, I will defend him, because his Apple TV show that got purchased, they had to go do a location scout in New York. So he got out. He got off easy with that one. So Luke, Brett, knee neighbor, Richie came out. We spent a day at the farm. They helped me move some cows and pick some Napa cabbage and whatnot. Then uh, we headed down onto the lower salmon. No cell service. So I'll, although I love you, Jake and Matt, our producer and our listening audience, if you can't use the phone, you can't record a podcast. So that is why I couldn't do it. But uh, we had an awesome time. It was good. Well, I want to know about the fish. How much fish did we catch? The fishing was rough. So the water is okay. real low. We're, we're setting up for some bad conditions out here. Low snowpack, super high heat. It's going to be a fire season to remember, but the water's low. So, and the water was warm, uh, warmed up. So the sturgeon weren't biting. We got like two bites. We didn't catch them. We caught a bunch of smallmouth bass, but it's like, you know, it's in this roadless gorge. That's like 55 miles long. And there's, you know, there's white water rapids and the water's really clear. You could jump off rocks. And we just set up on this sandy beach, not the whitest sand in the world, but a sandy beach, set up our tent, cooked like on the Dutch oven or cooked in Dutch ovens and all that stuff. So it was quite fun. But here's my Luke Keekly story. When we come back, he's helping me unload the cooler back at our house here in Fruitland. And I look in the fridge after Luke left and he'd unloaded the remaining beers perfectly in like beer variety order down like single width down the fridge with all of them facing perfectly forward jake that's how he unloads a cooler uh, after a camp trip so my question one would be about luke keekley how good of a fisherman is he because if my memory serves me correct he has retired from the scouting department to just have a little more time for himself and to fish and hunt and i would assume if he stacked beers up very neatly, he would be an expert at fishing and have, would have been practicing one on the water and also in his backyard, just getting the field of, of throwing a, a rod. So how true is that? Um, he's a very accomplished fisherman. I would say no better than me, but I'm not, neither one of us are world-class, but we could like fly fish, spin and rod, bait caster. He's familiar with all the different types. Uh, he did do a little fly fishing for smallmouth, which is pretty fun. Mostly, though, I feel like Luke, similar sentiment to what I felt when I retired, because all through college, I was pretty darn focused on football. You know, like I didn't really live it up in college. It was all about football. Same way with Luke. So it seems like he's kind of getting into college for the first time now. So he was just loving oh. like I'd look up, and I don't mean like anything wild, but just the appreciation of like just not worrying about stuff. You know, Luke was always so, when we were playing, was so focused all the time, you know, like nutrition and everything. So to see Luke like just drifting in a life jacket down the river, like just looking around, <laughs> you know, like just hanging out was, was pretty cool to see. So he seems to be, you know, I don't know that coming back to the Panthers some year, day in a some role, staff, admin, something is out of the question. I don't know that but he's done with football in some capacity, but the guy's only 30 years old. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's got so much life ahead of him. But no, it was, it was a really good time. Listening to your favorite Carolina Panthers podcast has never been easier. Simply download the Amazon Alexa app, add the Carolina Panthers skill, and say, Alexa, play Carolina Panthers. Now playing Carolina Panthers. Be sure to also add the Carolina Panthers flash briefing to your morning routine. For more information, visit panthers.com. 
Are you okay if we talk a little bit about the Panthers? We can do whatever you want, Jordan. Okay. Remember, this is the Jordan and Jake podcast. Right. Still, Jordan I, I and Jake. Yes. I haven't gotten gotten over that. So whatever you want, Jordan. I'm just I'm just second fiddle here. Uh I want to do a couple announcements. Christian McCaffrey has the benefit concert Friday night with Zach Bryan at the Fillmore. So that sounds awesome. If I was out there, I would definitely go. That guy's overly talented, Christian McCaffrey. Well, it, Unfair. It, 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 it bothers me. It bothers me. Like, I, I, I can't write my name straight, much less play a piano right. or any type of musical talent. So it, I'm, I'm envious, no doubt. It's an unfair allotment of talent to have the skill set that Christian McCann. Like, let's say he could only run with the ball and he could play piano and he could model. Then I could live with that. But he also can catch the ball like a receiver. Okay, but let's say he's let's say he could catch the ball like a receiver and run the ball and be a model, but not play the piano also, then I could live with that, Jake. But if you got like four, five, six, seven things you're awesome at, then at some point I just don't know. I don't know if we can be friends. There's just too much there. He's too talented. I don't know. Yeah, but gosh, how nice would that be? And what a what a thrill for the musician, you know, because all athletes, we all look at musicians as these are the, the rock stars. You know, these musicians are the rock stars and, and things like that. And they look at us, uh, we're the athletes, but we don't truly, we don't look at ourselves in that manner. I, I think that's fair to say. I know most of the guys we all played with, we didn't look at it in that, that manner. We were in awe of somebody singing and, and things like that. So to be that talented, gosh, that's so so No, it's awesome. Uh, other announcement that is probably what I should open the show with, and I apologize to the Olsen family, but TJ's gone home, uh, Greg's son. So hallelujah, thank goodness. And what an awesome staff that the Olsons have to work with there at Levine and just uh, such good news off of a rough situation. So that and really nothing else to say there just for me, just, you know, so happy to hear that. Well, nothing else to say when, when, when TJ announced to the two kids when they were videoing that he's getting a heart, did you see when the little brother immediately, the hands just went straight up in the air? Like it was uh, that you couldn't, I got the chills. I watched it over yep. and over again. And I was just like, my gosh, how awesome is that? And how like for the Olsons to share all that, you know, it's like, so I don't think I could do it. I just think I'd be overwhelmed with the intensity of the situation that I couldn't think to share it or even focus on anything else. Those guys are amazing, Kara and Greg. I mean, ugh, that's, just, that's what they've handled and done with the situation with TJ and spun it into like all this goodness surrounding the Levine Children's Hospital and like just goodness. A retired player should be eligible for the man of the year deal because, you know, he should he should be in some kind of Hall of Fame for everything they've done with their situation. But uh, Jake. The Panthers scheduled two sessions of joint practices this year. I know you saw that. So they're going to go to Indy. I'm going to pull up these dates while I'm talking. But they're going to go to Indy and do two days of practices with the Colts. And then they're going to come back and play the Colts. And they're going to come back and, like, the next week practice here against the Ravens. What do you think about that? Well, I'm a quarterback, so obviously I have a different mindset when it comes to camp than you. Than than people that hit. Uh, Jordan. I think this is going to be the wave of the future. They are eliminating preseason games, whether or not they'll ever get to two. But this is how you truly get your team ready. But look at the two teams we're facing. We're facing two Super Bowl caliber roster teams. So you're going to get a true judge of your team early on for Matt Rule and the staff. And it's going to help you decide because you have a pretty good idea who's your 
you know, top 40, 42, 43 on the roster. You kind of know that already. Who's going to develop that bottom half of your roster? And you're going to you're going to find out. And I know it won't be live tackling, but the intensity is going to be ratcheted up. I think it's great. I think you'll see this more and more. Um, whereas only the three preseason games and then you have the two week window between the last preseason game and opening week. I, I think you're, you're really and truly going to see this. I think. OK, so I'm torn, Jake. The O-lineman in me. Just, oh gosh, I just think about those O-line guys. And they're the first week of the preseason, they're going to go play or practice against the Colts and the next week against the Ravens. I I 100% agree with you that it's the wave of the future and it's an awesome way to kind of add, this is better than a preseason game for the coaches. I mean, they're going to see, as you said, they could match exact guys up against exact players from the other team and see how they do. You know what I mean? In the preseason, you don't have any control over that. You could watch your corners cover in pat in seven on seven or one on ones or whatever all day long. But I'm what I will say is it, those two weeks are going to take a lot out of the guys, you know, especially your starters because the starters have to get ready. So when those games fall, Jake is the first two preseason games. So I would expect the third week of the preseason, Coach Rule and the staff are going to have to really back off their starters to get them ready for the regular season because four practices against other teams, two preseason games, that's like a massively accelerated preseason workload. So uh, it's inter- I, I, I mean, I'm torn. I, it probably is the best thing to do, but God love the O-linemen that are going to be doing all yeah. those one-on-ones. But Jordan, he, they might not play a great deal or as much in these preseason games. You know, they'll play some. Yeah. But listen, all of the value that I think these practices bring, my first year or our first year doing the in-the-booth reporting um, was 2019. I flew down to Spartanburg to watch us practice two days in a row against the Buffalo Bills. And Jordan, you know what I got out of those two practices? The Bills are a better football team than the Carolina Panthers. I, I, I watched offense, the offensive field completely one day. Then I watched the defensive field completely one day. I thought Buffalo was faster than us. Uh, overall, I'm not talking individual. I, I'm not talking individual players. They were a bigger and faster team than us. That's what I gathered. And you know what played out during the course of that season? Buffalo was a bigger and faster team than us. And Carolina was the team that was having some struggles. And Coach Rivera eventually gets fired and a new regime comes in. So I I just think it, it, you know, right in front of your face, to me, it showed what we were. So I don't know. I just keep on going back. You're going against Indy and Baltimore. These are teams that are on the cusp of making that big Super Bowl run. And I think we're starting to gain traction on other teams. Last year, I would not have said this at this time. This year, I think we're starting to get these guys. We're starting to get the right pieces in, the youth, the speed. So I just, I'm, I'm so elated that we're doing these two, uh, these two sessions against these two teams. And you know that the, the, the new ownership, well, it's not new anymore, Mr. Tepper and, and his crew, how much more exciting are those practices, though, like the, at Spartanburg down there at Wofford when there's another team there, like the fan attendance and the hype surrounding that and the media attention? It's a pretty good move, man, on all fronts. So, no, it'll be fun to watch. I'm excited to see. I was there. I went and watched when Miami came to town uh, a couple of years back, and the one-on-ones with the O-line, D-line, they're intense. I mean, it was it was probably more intense than a game pass rush because – it was so much like I remember watching Trey Turner versus and Dominican Sue, and it was like everybody was watching and surrounding it. I mean, it was pretty darn cool. So uh, I'm with you. I think it's a good thing, and um, I'm just glad I get to talk about it and not be about it. <laughs> uh, last thing, last thing I got, Jake, the my you know the July. Let's let's talk about this time of year. 
So these guys got three weeks or so left before they report back. What was your mindset, your workout, you know, mentality like uh, this time of year? So the fans listening can just kind of see what the guys are thinking about. Well, Jordan, um, as you mentioned about Luke earlier, about maybe enjoying college, enjoying life a little more because he was so focused, I kind of, I related to that. That's kind of how my mindset was in college and trying to make it in the NFL. Even when I was fourth string and third string, I wanted to make sure I did everything to give myself a chance and not screw it up. Well, as I started and then we'd come home and we'd have the three to four weeks off, I had a fear of somebody outworking me. And yes, I enjoyed myself and things like that, but I didn't have to motivate myself to go work out by myself because I'm home. It was more or less that somebody's out working me today. I got to make sure I'm, I'm doing the same. I got to look at my playbook a little bit today. Let me take these pass protections and just go through that one more time. And that's, that's, I know that was my mindset um, to get ready for camp. Well, I, I was very similar. It's like you wanted the off season after the season is, was tremendous but it's winter time right so unless you go somewhere warm it's just a different season so it was always hard one thing that was challenging for me in july i'd train i i'd, I'd eat you know to keep try to keep my weight up but that was the challenge because i'd just be like outside or we'd go in the lake or something i had to eat so much food in july jake <laughs> to keep my weight on and i'd always get to training camp like they wanted me to weigh in over 300 right so like 305 my reporting weight was like 311 and i never could get up to that big you know but so i'd oh, like especially the week before camp it was always this predicament i'd be in because i was trying to gain last minute pounds but also stay in shape for camp you know so i'd just be this bloated mess when i'd roll into spartanburg for those first weigh-ins and then the then you could relax because during training camp they didn't really care how much you weighed and I'd eat so much food while we were down there at Spartanburg, Chef Aiden to take care of us. But yeah, it was just kind of a combination of enjoying, you know, kind of clearing your mind. And then I also would just analyze my body every single day. Like, uh-oh, is my shoulder kind of sore today? You know, because like there's no going back. Once you go to camp, you're hosed for the whole year. Everything's going to start hurting. I'd be like, uh-oh, is my back a little tight? What do we got going? Come on, you can do this. You know, and I'd talk myself out of anything being injured. So Julys are definitely a lot different now, man. No doubt they're, um, and, but you know what, they're still, even to this day, when teams start to report, I'll have an idea if I ever put it on the TV and they're reporting or something like that. And, um, and I just, that initial feel when you get to camp and everything leading up to it, just the, you know, it doesn't matter how many times you've done it. I know for me, just the, the not nervousness, but just the anxiousness in my stomach, what I feel like. This is a grind. This is a four, five, six month, whatever it may be. This is a grind, and and uh, let let's let's you know have it be successful. Yeah. Well, I hope it's successful. I don't know. We'll talk to our producer. I'm sure we'll do another episode before camp starts. But you have fun in Destin, man. I'm gonna try to get out of this heat and go up in elevation today and get in the lake at about a lake that's about a mile high up and and cool off a little bit um but hey you have fun tell the family hi enjoy the clearest uh, or the whitest sand in the world all right jake it is definitely that and i will you take care and podcast matt hopefully you enjoy the rest of the summer bud jordan and jake powered by ortho carolina your personalized orthopedic care begins with a click of a mouse schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com ortho carolina your care, your way.